The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hello everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I summarize the latest health, wellness, beauty, and plastic surgery news. This annual report is called the Fab Trend Report, and it highlights my opinions as well as my research on the hottest trends in fashion, wellness, and beauty for the new year that is already upon us. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, tune in and check out 15 Minutes of Fab. My aim is to engage you and serve you as a credible and authoritative voice in aspects of health, wellness, and beauty, all along the beauty spectrum, from lip gloss to the needle and, yes, to the scalpel. So let's get at it. So what are the trends in the art of living well or wellness? These trends are a compilation of my personal perspective, as well as insights from a number of sources, including the Global Wellness Institute, Forbes.com, and other wellness sites. So here we go. The first one, I think, is super relevant. And the first trend in wellness is a focus on immunity, focus on strengthening it, building it up, and fortifying it. Because to this date, even in the presence of available vaccines, so far, we don't really know how to prevent COVID-19. Hopefully, the vaccines will be part of the prevent preventative measures, but so far, we have yet to see. Thus, we are left with our own defenses, our own immunity, which is pretty powerful and super effective as long as we know how to work with it. And there are a number of ways to work with it, including, and I've discussed a number of these ways on previous episodes, but including nutrition, exercise, nutrition, stress management, nutrition, sometimes supplements to help, help it along, right? So a focus on immunity will continue to be a huge and dominant wellness trend. A second trend, outdoor wellness, connecting with nature, walking in nature, meditating in nature, being with nature, acknowledging nature, appreciating nature, outdoor wellness, getting out, breathing fresh air, taking in a deep breath of fresh air. A third wellness trend 
is talking about and facing and dealing with, actively dealing with difficult topics. And difficult topics, at least in this society, have typically been death, sex, money, relationships, and mental health. The pandemic has definitely put these topics at the forefront, among other topics. And so these so-called taboo topics really can't be in the shadows any longer. A fourth trend, do-it-yourself wellness or wellness at home. We couldn't go to the spa, right? We, we couldn't go to a number of places. We couldn't go to our yoga class. So we had to learn how to do it at home and sometimes doing it ourselves. A fifth trend, mindfulness in nutrition or intuitive eating or functional nutrition. I think there really is going to be more, a continued, but more of a shift, not to diets that are restrictive or necessarily what not to eat, but really tuning into what your body needs and eating accordingly. I think that's going to be awesome. A sixth trend, digital detox, avoiding negative news on the television, reducing your participation on, of social media or how, how long you scroll on the screen, less phone addiction. I mean, put the phone down, put it away, leave it someplace and forget about it <laughs> at least for an hour. See how that goes. Talk therapy. Um, I have a couple of friends who are in the therapy world as psychotherapists, psychiatrists, etc. And woo, they were busy this past year. Busy. So we have a lot to talk about, and they're helping. So that will be a continued trend. An eighth trend: wellness travel. I have to admit, this is this traveling or not traveling was one of the more difficult adjustments that I had to make last year. And it definitely weighed on me because I have a serious case of wanderlust and I need to travel to broaden my perspective, hear different languages, see different people, um, be able to appreciate other cultures, all of that. And I didn't have an opportunity to do so um, this past year. So I'm happy to know that as restrictions lift and as we gain control over the pandemic, as vaccines prove their mettle, etc., that we will be traveling near and far again but keeping wellness in mind and not just our own wellness, but the wellness of the people we are traveling to visit. A ninth trend, no touch spa services will continue to emerge. And those include pretty much the services where you don't need anyone's help, like a massage therapist. So cryotherapy, salt caves, Infrared sauna, one of my favorites, hyperbaric chambers, 
flotation tanks, etc. A tenth trend. There will be an increase, and there already has been, an increase in at-home fitness. The mirror, tonal, Peloton, online classes. I've signed up for a few of those. (laughs) And yeah, I think they, they have experienced explosive growth. And they actually have shown people that you don't necessarily need a physical group class outside of your home to be able to stay fit. So I think while some gyms have been reopening and reclosing and reopening, and some people like the social aspect of going to a gym, um, I do think that the in-home fitness is here to stay. Another in-home, at-home trend, cooking and baking. I was lucky enough to have taken some cooking classes at the, at the time it was French Culinary Institute, now the International Culinary Institute. So I was lucky to have taken some classes. So I knew the basics at least, Um, but I had to learn a few, a, a few new tricks just to Keep it interesting and nutritious and fresh. (laughs) A 12th trend, online education. I really fully dove into this. Let's see. This past year, I attempted to learn Russian. I didn't stick with it. I think I had like three lessons and then I was like, yet (laughs) I wasn't consistent because it was difficult to practice. With whom would I practice? You know, myself, you know, in my room saying, Hi, my name is Shirley. No, I do not live in the city. But whatever the case may be, I attempted to do that. I did, and I still am, learning to become not just a yoga teacher, but a better yoga teacher. What else did I participate in? Obviously, I participated in maintaining my education of plastic surgery techniques. So as many... um, webinars and videos that I could get my hands on to try to maintain my skills and improve my techniques. I was all over those. So I do think online education is definitely not only here to stay, but will continue to increase. Trend number 13 in wellness, embracing and creating action-oriented policies and procedures for diversity and inclusivity everywhere, not just in wellness not just in wellness, everywhere. I am actually a bit surprised to see that there are not, there has not been, and I guess for a number of reasons, there has not been a lot of diversity in the wellness space, but it's happening and I'm excited for it. Trend number 14, there will be a focus on better sleep. I have spoken to the benefits of sleep and the detriment of (laughs) lack of sleep on a previous podcast episode or two, and I am so all about fabulous sleep. I mean, I've got the weighted blanket. (laughs) I've got the melatonin topical patches. You name it. I try to do whatever it is that I can do that's healthy and healthful and holistic to try to get 
the best night's best night's sleep ever every single night. So there will continue to be a focus on improved sleep. And trend number 15, I'd say, would be staying connected. Social distancing, not being able to travel to see relatives, you know, isolation, quarantine, all of it. Staying connected in a meaningful way, even digitally, is going to be important to help recreate community and recreate a sense of socializing. Because I do believe that staying social helps to keep your brain active and it's one of the ways to manage aging well. So I think that's going to become even more important as 2021 moves on. Do you have any immune strengthening hacks? If you do, please share. Are there topics you find difficult to discuss or taboo topics? If so, which ones and why? Did you eat differently during the past year? And will your habits change? Do you plan to get vaccinated? Do you have plans for travel? And if you do, where would you first like to go? And what was your at-home fitness routine? Were you consistent? And will you keep it up or will you go back to a gym or will you do a combination of both? Did you cook at home or did you learn how to cook or bake at home? And if you did cook or bake, what was your masterpiece dish? Now, what will you learn in this new year? And did you sleep well? in the past year? And if you didn't, what are you going to do to sleep better in the new year? And here we are at the start of a new year with so much to reflect upon, to be grateful for, to contemplate, and to look forward to. I thank you for listening to the Fab Trend Report on the Art of Living Well on the Forever Fab Podcast. I look forward to sharing them, all the trends with you to come. And I also look forward to sharing new episodes with you in this new year. As always, stay fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.